Conversations with today's newsmakers from Michiana's Morning News. What's your message to everyone wanting change? Well, I think the whole situation with George Floyd, 100% wrong. Uh, you know, and the police officer involved is 100% wrong. There has to be justice. I totally agree. I think that when we're looking at the taking of innocent lives and when we're looking at this concept of looting and rioting and burning buildings down and, and you know, taking things away from stores and, you know, it, it, it's it's not the American way. We're better than that. We're smarter than that. But you know what? I just wanted to take a second this morning to point out that our district right now, the Michigan area, could be really a model for this whole country. We are we are demonstrating peacefully. We're modeling what the Constitution and the framers had in mind when they talked about change and when they talked about protesting and justice. We're doing that. And, you know, even Fort Wayne and Indianapolis in this state have had issues, obviously, and, um, you know, my hope is that, that we get through those and those cities get through those here in the state of Indiana and nationally as well. There isn't an issue we can't solve in this country. I believe we can find a solution. But I just wanted to give a shout out to our local leaders, our local police forces, and to the folks that are demonstrating peacefully. Way to go. Message received. And I think our country hears what's happening louder from what's happening right here in the Michigan area than anything else going around in this whole country. I could not be more proud of what is happening here and should be happening around the country. Yeah, you know what, Jackie? Uh, In fact, I was uh, monitoring the protest that happened last night in front of the South Bend Police Department. The protesters were, you know, even uh, saying to the crowd, you know, that they themselves at the at the bullhorn were saying, hey, you know what? Let's show the rest of the world how this really needs to be done. The South Bend Police officers, South Bend Police officers were out there handing them bottled water because they marched all the way from downtown to the police department. It was 90 degrees out and there there were the officers giving them bottled water. All right. Right. And I would say no, and I would say to that protester, the rest of the nation is hearing them. They are exemplary. Yeah. Let's go from a protest to a pandemic. Now, one of the things that we have learned, and I guess a lot of us never knew this, was how much PPE we depend on that comes from China. And uh, caught a little bit short as the, as the pandemic took hold. And it was kind of a slap in the face, too, since the pandemic came from China. Uh, and that's probably not a position we ever want to be in again. We've had a lot of local manufacturers switching gears to make our own. What needs to be done to make sure that we're not caught short again? Well, two things, John. I have a bill uh, right now, a bipartisan bill with Debbie Dingle from Michigan. Debbie and I have a bill that basically is going to mandate streamlining resources in our country to continue to be making PPE, allowing more companies to come on board and do that so we can domestically produce it um, midterm, long-term, and get away from this whole concept of China. But I also sit on a a new subcommittee um, that looks at holding China accountable, not only for the origination of coronavirus to begin with, but for literally getting involved and hoarding and taking PPE that is even bound for the United States. We can never get in this trap again. So I'm looking at the origins of it, and we're also looking at immediately, as soon as you know, we get back and can to work, uh, hopefully here, that Pelosi brings the House back, and that we can start voting these measures in to to accelerate more domestic supply here, and that's what we're going to do. And I will say this really quickly. The governor has a marketplace for PPE in the state of Indiana. It's taken all that Hoosier PPE that we're making right here, mm-hmm. and it's 
they're, they're actually taking a percentage of that, the state of Indiana. And when you open up your company and you want a safe environment, you can actually get that as a bridge from the state of Indiana to open up an Indiana company with Indiana employees. I mean, it's like a model right now for the whole country, exemplary again. Well, continuing with the pandemic talk, um, cases are starting to plateau in parts of Indiana and businesses are reopening. And why things seem to be going back to a little bit more normal, the struggle is real for a lot of small business owners. They can't even open their doors. Where are we with a personal paycheck protection program? You know, so I I went to D.C. last week to vote on an enhancement to that PPP program, and it was really important because one of the things that we heard from businesses across the country, but I heard from multiple businesses here, probably over 100 companies, um, that they needed there to be an extension inside that bill instead of just utilizing the loan for the, basically it's a grant for eight weeks. We we needed to change that to 24 weeks. So as these companies do open and start to you know open their doors, get people inside, that they had 24 weeks to be able to spend that grant money. And so they couldn't do that through the treasury without legislation. So one of the things that we I went back for to vote was to make sure that we opened that up to 24 weeks. So that bill passed the House. It's going. It's in the Senate right now. They're looking at it. They probably will pass it as well. So it just brings another open door to small business and small Main Street businesses that maybe haven't gotten involved yet with this PPP program, but it's been phenomenally successful right here in our district, phenomenally successful. It's a bridge holding a lot of companies up right now until the entire state can completely reopen and we can get back to normal. Jackie, let's talk about Indiana's uh, reopening. It's kind of a balancing act, and it's interesting here locally in your district. St. Joseph County is uh, leveled off. Elkhart County, though, cases are spiking. What is your take on how the state is doing? I think the state's doing um, exactly what their forecast was. You know, we're going to have, this is going to ebb and flow a little bit. And I, I will tell you this, um, I can't say enough about the local elected officials in, St. in Elkhart County that are handling this spike. They're working with every single manufacturing company, and they're educating, um, you know, all kinds of folks all over the community. And they're working on it. You know, they will get a hold of it. They will get a handle on it. Um, I can tell you that the manufacturing companies are um, continuing to retool. Almost all manufacturing companies are testing employees. And, you know, one of the things that they're finding out is there's not necessarily a problem in the manufacturing plants, but there is a problem educating workers on what you need to do when you leave work, what you need to do and, and how you need to be careful when you go home, how close you are to people, uh, avoiding things like parties and large gatherings of people. So the, the education process is happening. It worked, uh, you know, in Cass County when we looked at the gigantic Tyson plant. It'll work in Elkhart as well. And they're working as hard as they can with companies to educate employees that it's just not the workplace where you have to be safe. After 5 o'clock, when you walk out that door, you've still got a social distance. You've still got to be protected and protect your family with masks. And they're working through that, but they'll get there. All right, Jackie, let's uh, talk about the Indiana primary. It's history. And first off, we want to say congratulations on winning the 2nd District GOP seat. Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, the race to the, the general election in November is getting started now. What can we expect from you moving forward? Well, I, I think um, folks tell me in this district, obviously, I'm the only pro-life, pro-jobs, pro-economic recovery candidate. And, you know, the fight, uh, I think, that we're going to see is, um, you know, um, the values that we share in this district, fighting for the sanctity of life matters, and it matters in this district. That's why I'm a leader in that movement and that cause. 
and nobody has worked harder to bring jobs into this district. You know, we are the number, we're the one of the largest, really the number one manufacturing district in the nation, not the state and not the Midwest. We lead manufacturing. We don't follow. We don't wait for others to, you know, see what they're doing. We lead with concepts and, and innovation, and we're doing that now, and we continue to do that. And I think, you know, the, the thing that has been important for us is, you know, pre-COVID, we had zero unemployment, and we had an economy that, that literally set a new record in the history of the United States of America. I'm pushing to get back there, and that's what, you know, I do every single day. I voted yesterday at 730 in the morning, went back to work all day long, pushing as hard as we can to continue to make sure that our individuals and our families and our companies are succeeding. And that's what it's going to take to, to get us back to where we need to be. I'm optimistic. Our future, I think, is bright, and I'm going to continue to push to get there. Well, Jackie, uh, at least one person's paying attention. President Trump, he took to Twitter yesterday, gave you a huge endorsement. Now, what's it like when the president tweets your name? I mean, well, <laughs> you probably have to do a double take and go, uh-oh, what's the rest of the sentence say? But what's that like I, to see yeah, your name? No kidding. Yeah, you know, I was I was shocked, and I didn't even know it. Um, I am not on Twitter. Uh, so my staff called me and told me, and they actually sent me a copy of it, and I was like, yeah, that... I was just, I was shocked, and um, I was very grateful. You know, it's the president's policies, this administration, that really brought our economy in rocket form right before COVID, and we were all enjoying it, you know, 401Ks and those, those kinds of things. And we will get there, and we will get there again. And I appreciate the shout-out from the president, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, these are local decisions by local people, and I am grateful. I am so grateful for every voter that cast a vote yesterday, and I am. Uh, I will do my best 24-7 to continue to represent them, fight for them, and to get us where we need to be in this, in this state and in this district. And again, that was 2nd District Representative Jackie Walorski. You can follow her at walorski.house.gov. Thanks, Jackie, for coming on this morning. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day. Michiana's Morning News, weekdays from 5 to 9 on 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.